0: Welcome to From My Lens and happy 1st of July. Today is a special day with two of my special guests, Valerie Daywright and Mark Allerton. Today's topic is the new consciousness. Before we dive right in, I would like to give you a brief introduction about Valerie. She is a prolific writer and a poet. Her journey to writing started four years ago. From that point on, she never stopped. She spends her days being daydreaming and traveling in her sacred meditation fields, simply writing away. She writes about many layers and depth of both the consciousness of humanity and the soul, merging the relationship into self without the separation by bridging a higher awareness of the self in the physical reality and that at a soulful existence. Through the process of ceaseless writing, she has entered a beautiful world filled with many wisdoms and knowledge, and so far has now evolved to four books published on Amazon and many more to come. Consciousness is the life force that gives birth to bring forth what is dream into reality by Valerie Dayright. Valerie Dayright, welcome to From My Lens. How are you today?
1: Uh, I'm doing amazing. I mean, it's hard not to be in that space. It's uh, it's beautiful to be alive.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, what um, what is the new consciousness? I, I I often hear that you speak of consciousness, even in the the recent four books you have written. You mentioned consciousness a lot, and it feels like it's it's something that's very close to you what what is consciousness
1: the question that you asked first was what is the new consciousness absolutely well i would say that the new consciousness is here Mm -hmm. it has arrived Uh, it's what's happening right now in the world actually Um, people are awakening people are rising and people are marching towards uh something that calls them to do something that is not right so we are existing in the new consciousness right now what's happening is we are building the new consciousness so together what we are doing is we're working to fix what has been broken Mm -hmm. which is something that we are ourselves are very broken yes but we are now recognizing that there is a bigger problem and it's not just a problem as a person, but it's becoming this uh, global consciousness that it has now become all our problem. Something that has been there the whole time, but now we have managed to really kind of now awaken to this idea that something is really not right. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. And um, another question for you. So like, it's so easy to go into subconscious state of mind and make life decisions based on that how does one get into a state of consciousness or should i say the new consciousness
1: i'd say that it's not an easy thing to do but it is something that the self must do it is a choice it is a decision that one must make because unless you choose to choose for yourself to wake up to be in the moment, to see what's happening around you, to make an impact, not just with yourself, but others as well. The thing is, you are also destroying yourself if you are not making the conscious effort Mm -hmm. to find some sort of balance within you. Yes. You know, your happiness, your purpose, your your daily what is it that you are doing every day are you utilizing the time and your space to be more proactive that gives pleasure to yourself um, or is it something that you are wasting your time on doing something that is going against um something that makes you happy for example yeah and so then that creates more being in a space of a negative space if you would say that that's a term that a lot of people use yes and a, a term that a lot of people understand But more for me the way I see it is that you are resisting yourself mm-hmm. You're resisting your purpose your reason of being here um, Right now and in the moment and in the now and being a part of the new consciousness being a part of the new evolution being part of um, the change the shift being a part of being something bigger than yourself yes
0: yeah great and I also wanted to invite because I know that's something I didn't uh, talk about earlier but we also have Mark Allerton as our um, guest to you know just kind of share this energy with us who I had the privilege of interviewing as in my second episode so thank you Mark Allerton for joining me today joining us today um yeah yeah, if you have any questions feel free to ask Valerie yeah
2: thanks for having me
1: yeah This
0: is a lovely time. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I think it's amazing to even like go outside of our comfort zone to even do this, not just for me, but even for Mark here as well and for you. And for me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Just something I wanted to quote here from your book is consciousness is the intelligent system that link and binds all living forms, both in the physical and the spiritual world. It is the bridge that connects the wisdom and knowledge from the universe to the self. I love this quote, first of all, and can you like, how, what is your mindset behind all the quotes, everything that you write in in such a poetic way?
1: Um, How do you come up with this? They usually just come, very like fluidly Mm -hmm. and it happens at any given moment and it's uh it just my consciousness is open my channels are open to receive these uh beautiful high frequency vibrations of knowledge and so it's like a stream of these beautiful beautiful wisdoms and knowledge that I simply write down, and I'm open to it, and anyone can be open to, to those kind of knowledge. The thing is, we are, already are, we are surrounded with all of these knowledge and wisdoms. We all have it in, in all of us. It's just a matter of being open to it, being open to yourself, being open to um, your soul purpose, and uh, being open to understanding, yourself mm-hmm. because I believe that most of the problem that's happening out in the world is that people are afraid of themselves yeah people so are so afraid in in discovering their depths um, that's both in the physical world yeah. which is our humanity mm-hmm. and as well as our soul uh, which is people who say the spiritual um, realities in what sense or realms but For me, it's more about bridging the gap of the separation of the self of the physical person as I am here in this physical reality as my soul as well. So what I think what I'm doing from my understanding for myself is that I'm bridging those two Mm -hmm. is that I have a balance of existence both as my physical self, as a human being and as my soul. And that's what I believe is where spirituality, as a wholesome, um. Together, in a sense, where a lot of people exist mainly on their. Their physical self, which when I say that, just their human self. Yeah. Without having to acknowledge the fact that, there is beyond the human self. Yeah. That which is your soul, mm-hmm. and beyond that are all this amazing amazing highly conscious knowledge and wisdom which we are missing and not utilizing Mm -hmm. and so yeah that's i guess is where i get my inspirations from okay great
2: and uh, so i guess the question i have yeah uh, because i'm kind of new to this but for you like when because i know we mentioned we kind of briefly spoke at the beach about it but when was it that you kind of went from that physical human self to that spiritual self like you mentioned it was a couple years ago or something was it or what was it that made it click for you
1: i was born into this born into it i was born into it however you can close those doors which is what we do yes we close those doors based on fear on you know society or whatever the case is whatever the reason is we close those doors and there comes time when we kind of open those doors again, yeah. which just becomes even more scarier because it's something both of a familiar and not at the same time. Right. Right. Something that you recognize, something that you've been to before. It's like when you were a child, there was some sort of freedom into this because we are born into this. And then along the way, we closed those doors. Right. Yeah. So then for me, it was roughly about 10 years ago. I opened up to it again and then... I guess I must have gone into a very, very deep meditation and and somewhere that I was scared of that I wasn't ready for. And then I closed it again. And then four years ago, I opened it again because then I was ready. And right. so that's when I started my writing.
2: So it was four years ago that you really kind of opened back up again and then here you are now. Yeah. 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 Amazing. That's yeah.
1: amazing. So this
0: quote that I just quoted you on consciousness um, is the intelligent system is from... A recent book that you wrote called "Masters and Alchemies." Why and how did you come up with this um, title?
1: Mas- Masters and Alchemies" just came just like that, like everything else. Like with my writing and all, it's just it's it just seems like it's what fitted the book itself. Yeah. And what was within the book? Yeah, I believe titles are really really important. just because it's the essence of a entire book. Yeah. And yeah it's a really powerful one too right and it's just
0: kind of like flowed with everything that you were working on at that
1: time yes yeah right um also
0: what is the purpose role of philosophy in relation to psychology
1: Ooh. (laughs) yes are you there Um, no it's uh psychology is almost like it's again so when you're talking about psychology and philosophy for me the way i look at this Mm -hmm. is that psychology is humanity yes. philosophy is spirituality now you need to find the balance with those two and try and merge those two is where you can find something that is of a master you know once yeah. you understand those two importance is that I'm not saying you can't have one or the other mm-hmm. but if you are leaning too much into one or the other as well too we are humans after all so if you lean too much on the spirituality it's a beautiful space to be in it but you are human you are also here to experience to be what it's like to be human and through philosophy what that is is basically alignment in a sense where without being human being you can't be enlightened either so you must go through the process of being human yes. to reach those um, alignment with that philosophy mm-hmm. and so it's where it's a psychology so it's both these two things are two worlds that are most people either exist on a you know one or the other. Yeah, but not together. Not together. Yeah, and so I would say bridge those two. Yeah, and you can find a balance, your balance, and you can understand yourself at a deeper level through that process. Yeah, right.
0: Um, another thing I wanted to discuss was like most uh, recent political environmental crisis is why we have not in this age of advanced uh scientific and technologies progress made but little uh, psychological progress in determining why things are the way they are both cosmi- uh, cosmologically and terrestrially in our planet, especially when it comes to uh, regarding our human process. So what you just said right now, like spiritually and psycho- psychologically, is that something that is somehow connected?
1: I think what has happened in history is that we have distorted a lot of um, our spiritual aspect mm-hmm. based on gain and greed. As human evolve in society, is that we have lost our way in terms of our spiritual self, yeah. our soul purpose, our reason of being here. And so, what has happened with um, what we've done in terms of that is that we've lost a lot of we've shed a lot of that we've lost a lot of it and therefore we've moved and transitioned ourselves into being more uh, into the space of um, destroying like the planet because we have and the spiritual being and that aspect of you know the spiritual self mm-hmm. itself right is that that's what has happened in society and if you look in history we are existing in a cycle yes. we're recycling everything uh, history over and over and over and over it is like we are stuck in a in a time frame in a loop that we can't get out of mm-hmm. however there are quite a few people who are awakening to this process now and it is these people that are doing these major major work in trying to shift the consciousness into stepping into the new consciousness, you know because there are people beforehand that were talking about the new consciousness, and so then people gravitated to the idea of a new consciousness, and now it's all about we are existing in the new consciousness, and it's all about now being here, being in the moment, um, developing this new time frame, this uh, new space that we are working and, and walking towards into for the future because To be honest with you, I really don't think that unless we stop this madness of cycle that we are doing to one another, Mm -hmm. I think that the planet is not going to be able to sustain for much long. And -hmm. that's something that I write about in my books is because that's what I think is what I feel is that we are where we are heading. Unless there's a shift and unless we stop. And how can we stop and how can we uh, create that shift? It's all, in my books, what I write about is all about the philosophy of oneself. Everything originates with oneself, everything, our happiness, our sadness, everything, you know. And so whatever you create within yourself, we are projecting that onto the people that we surround ourselves with. And then it becomes bigger, if you want to make that bigger, it becomes into society. You know, then it becomes into a whole country. Yeah. And then it becomes into, like, you know, a global state. And so that's where we are right now is that we are uh, in a global state. Mm-hmm. And so unless we do something about it as a self first, but it begins at that. So start within us. Start within yourself by by healing yourself. Because mm-hmm. once you heal yourself, yeah. once you do the work, and once you heal yourself, what you're doing in that is that you are healing the planet with it. Yeah. The people that you are around with it. And then hopefully that becomes overall as maybe one day as a global, you know, it's all in the South. Right. Yeah. So, so
0: you heal yourself first and then gradually you'll start see- seeing everything else around you heal.
1: Yes. It's a chain. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So cool. we're kind of like almost reversing the damage we have done. Yeah. Where's a chain of, um, damaging one another you know all it takes honestly is one person to step out of that to break that chain right and start another chain and that chain could be all about you know healing Mm -hmm. yeah cool nice love first of all plays in everything Mm -hmm. it is what binds everything into anything that you would do yes um any other reasons or or what goes behind and what it is that you do in terms of you're trying to accomplish in life. Um, I'm not sure about that in a sense, you know, like, because to me, love has no reasons but to love. Yes. Everything else will have reason to gain for um, themselves. Yes. It's all about that. Right.
0: Cool. And I remember like just speaking with you last week, you talked about seed of change. You, I thought that was you who talked well, about Well, yes, things. that was me. But then you did elaborate on that. Can you elaborate on that again today? Just because I felt it was so powerful.
1: It's exactly what we're talking about in this uh, topic, right? It's all yeah. about... Um, right now, it's all about planting um, all these changes that must begin with oneself. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, plant away all the seeds of changes... Because any change will have to start from oneself, And, you know, these seeds that you have to plant into yourself are something that you have to be aware and conscious of where you're evolving within yourself. Right. It's like, you know, you're you're planting something that where would you like to go in terms of, for me, I exist mainly, my life in terms of I looked at things that are very, very... Highly- spirit, uh, spiritual space point of view mm-hmm. that's where I look at things, and so when i'm planting seeds in myself, it's more all about for my evolution of myself mm-hmm. and what can I do better for myself today and tomorrow and because what I do today will affect my tomorrow, and what I do today will also affect my the future of the planet itself yeah. and you know so it's all within us right and it's, you know.
0: So it's like every everything that you do, everything that you decide, is it's advisable to take that conscious decision now, just because with the world, the way the world is headed at this point. I would
1: say so. yes. Every bit counts. I agree with that. Every bit counts. yes. Yeah, yeah. we are now in that stage where everything that we do does matter. Right. Yeah.
0: And how do you think the future seems right now? Like with everything that's going on, what is yeah.
1: So, I traveled um in my meditation into the space of uh, it was gruesome actually. What I saw was uh, a lot of death, a lot of death, yeah. and so it's just a lot of souls dying all at once, mm-hmm. and that was the purging, you know. And so we are still in that space of purging, and a lot of a lot of us are still going to be leaving this planet because it's because of the shift that's what's happening right now in terms of um when you talk about psychological and spiritual the thing is we are being hit with a new time frame where the old time frame is being closed mm-hmm. and in the old time frame it was a lot of um, the old cycle that was recycling itself right. the new time frame that we are existing into is more of a higher consciousness and so a lot of people are not going to be able to um, maintain the the frequency of this shift and then this change so then a lot of people will I find a lot of people are probably going to be passing from from this when I, mean, I say it's a lot of death that's going to be happening it's just because we are being we are moving to an evolution mm-hmm. and so in that space of evolution we are being pulled to a higher consciousness. Yeah. And the people who can't move with that motion. Yeah. You know, I honestly feel that it's hard on their body. Right. You know. And they and I would probably think that What can they do? Like do you think like reaching
0: out to meditation or try or that higher power and consciousness that you are It's all
1: about healing yourself. Yeah, healing yourself. It's always healing the. Because you can't
0: take those traumas with you to the next level, no, and that's you exactly can't. what's yeah. ha- happening. Um, you know, by being able to just um, start something new, you need to let go of of your traumas and of your, of that
1: broken self. You have to let go of the past. Let go of the past, exactly. Because that was the old time frame. Mm-hmm. The old consciousness was all about recycling in the past. Right. And so if you look if you look into the past and into the now we are still existing in the past and we are kind of like existing in the history of um our ancestors um rules and regulations and laws and and all of that and it's still being applied to where we are at now mm-hmm. which then is pulling us instead of us going forward it's pulling us to go backward to what was the old belief system that um you know, our ancestors were, were believing in, we are still believing in that, yeah. is that we need to really, really kind of understand where did those old belief systems came from? Right. And how did it get integrated into society? And then how did it kind of made it seem like it has now become that these are the laws of how we should exist our daily life into? Yes. And so we have been programmed and suppress into these kind of like old mental type of consciousness. And so those are being broken down now. So when I say a lot of people are not gonna be able to move forward with the new consciousness is because it's too much for them to kind of um it takes a toll on the physical and and it you know, a lot of people are having a breakdown as of we're speaking right now because Yeah in terms of of mental health breakage right of where the old uh, consciousness, and now we're moving to the new consciousness, is that people are, we are now in transit too, you know. So some have awoken to this, mm-hmm. because they've been doing their work for many, many years, and they knew this was coming, and now that it has come in here. Yeah. Right, and now that, and so a lot of people are in transit, and then a lot of people are also now awakening. So unless you do your part in this in this puzzle, right, and you move forward with emotion, you either get stuck behind or, I don't know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd say... No, that's, that's exactly it. Right. You're, you're completely right on that. Yeah. It's love. Mm-hmm. It's self-love. Yes. And in that space, in that consciousness, is where I would say utopia is um, existing in that center right you know that happiness that happiness yeah. not just that happiness but that understanding of of love in itself mm-hmm. and then it goes back to god you know in a sense where we are all born with this in in us in our soul yeah. you know this utopia that you're looking for it's all within in all of us yeah. it's just something that we have Kind of shut those doors on, right? Because we think that our happiness can be found elsewhere, elsewhere, or you know, you see someone else is having something that you feel like, oh, maybe I feel like I should have that too because it seems like that person is happy with that. Yes, you know, the thing is, from something that I've learned in in all my travels is that true wealth lies within your soul. Mm -hmm. That's where it is
2: yeah yeah that's a great point That's a great yeah.
1: point, yeah, that's incredible,
0: and just like, um, what are the most promising prospects can do you think that our listeners can take away from this?
1: Love yourself, yeah and, and you know, and there's no like there's no day like today, this moment to do it, you know, if it has to be tomorrow, then it'll have to be tomorrow, but mm-hmm. where you are right now. If you're listening to this, it would be all about loving yourself. Because once you discover that, it is where you will see God itself, you know, is in there. Yeah. Is understanding that love. Yeah. And once you discover self-love as well, too, there's a foundation in that. There's a foundation like no other. And you can't be broken from that no one can take away your self-love
2: right yeah and for like i guess for anyone who's like listening and like thinking to themselves right well, i've never actually been exposed to this before but i kind of want to be involved and i want to like go on this kind of spiritual journey i want to get into medit-. what kind of like uh advice would you say for someone who wants to get into meditation because yeah. i know we briefly spoke about this but i think it's good to have it on there like what advice if someone says right i want to get into meditation what advice would you say is the best way to go about it is there a certain you know
1: Start start listening to yourself right start listening to your needs to your wants to your pain it's all in there and it's like when you're talking about doors you've closed those doors to yourself and you've opened yourself to the door of, let's say, the outside world. When I say that, I mean, the physical world where it's all about society or it's just outside.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So for me, it's all about inside when it comes to um, starting your meditation, which means start listening to your thoughts. Yeah. Because you know your thoughts contains a lot of information, and it's really fascinating once you start listening to, um what is going on in your mind, what information you have um, put in there. And then, you know, then you will get to a point where you will understand these informations that you have within you. Is it something that is valuable to you or is it something that you have to let go? And then you, as you start looking into your thoughts and what's happening, in your body and in your mind and all of that they're all related in the sense where the thing is thoughts carries weight and so they start to weigh you down so when you start acquiring a lot of information that weighs down on your physical body as well too and so then you have to be aware on what information you have within you are they of beautiful informations, or informations that are, I call it junk informations, right. and they're just seething in there. Yeah, And so now it's turning into, you know, it can make you sick as well too, you mm-hmm. know, because thoughts can actually also make you sick, yes. right? Yes, that's another point right here, yeah. right? And so, these will take a toll on your physical body, they start storing into, like they turn into energy and then they start storing into your, you know, into your body and all that stuff. So there's that as well too. And so in a, when you're asking me about starting, how, how do I start my meditation? It's all about walking within yourself. And that's when you can start that. Yeah, opening right. that door to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where you will discover the magic that exists in there of yourself. And don't be afraid of it, you know, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful process and don't rush it. There's, there's no rush when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like finding that authentic self of of yours, right? Yes. Because I mean, when, again, when you want to think about your, what you've stored into your brain or whatnot, is that how much, um, you know, do you, is in there that, is, that belongs to you, in that information. Yeah. Right. What percentage is it in there that is yours, you know? And so, for me, when I went through my process, I literally went through my, my, my thoughts as if it was my closet. And I went through them piece by piece, and I discovered that a lot of information that I put in there, that I have stored in there, weren't mine they were given to me Mm -hmm. by family members, by friends, by, you know, like starts with that as a young child, you start with that, right, you will get to that point of, then I had to do a lot of clearing, Mm -hmm. right, and so this is when I say start with that, I guess, in a sense where, you know, I'm not saying that it's uh, an easy thing to do, uh, you know, because dealing with the self is never an easy thing to do. It is the reason why we would rather run away from ourselves than to face ourselves because it's not an easy thing to do. But is it worth it?
0: And that's when a lot of people tend to gravitate towards being subconscious and really facing the consciousness of what life is and their needs are telling them.
1: I get what you mean. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's great, like, because, I mean, when I spoke to you, I, I was under the impression that, you know, the f- best way to start would be to, do, like, do the breathing and stuff. And I know you mentioned that's kind of a Western way of kind of going about it, but it's better to kind of listen to your thoughts first mm-hmm. and then take it from there. Really. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because, because, like... Yeah, because what I said to you was that breathing comes automatically.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's a big one. So, yeah. like, just, like, listen to your thoughts as a yeah. first step and then...
0: Exactly. You know, and start then just go the junk f- stuff because yeah, there's
2: just, a there's a heap of stuff in there that like yeah. you, know, you don't s- need society is like kind of pushed onto you to believe a certain way and think a certain way when you yeah. actually think is is that actually how i should
1: think or exactly. is it, am i
2: just thinking that because i'm told to think that way
1: yeah right? right and then you will discover that these thoughts that you have deposited in your you know in your in your brain mm-hmm. where you've stored them the fascinating thing about that is that once you start ejecting them out of you yeah. is that you will find where you have buried yourself amongst all of those thoughts. Layerings. You are in the bottom. Yeah. You know? And so then you wonder why you couldn't hear yourself. Mm -hmm. It's because you've you've suppressed yourself so far, so deep down into a hole that by the time you get to that space, you'll be like, wow.
0: It took me that long to realize it.
1: Yeah. Basically. Right? It's like, I can't believe that that's what I've done to myself. Kind of, you know?
2: Yeah, so I guess this might sound like a bit of a stupid question, but like if you're going from like, you go into the step of like listening to your thoughts, and then you are noticing there's a lot of junk in there that's been kind of pushed on you from like a young age. What's the best way to remove, remove them kind of thoughts? That's where out? the
1: choices comes. Mm-hmm. The right. choi- That's oh yeah. That's where. I what love would that.
2: you? What did you do? Like what was what was effective for you?
1: So those thoughts will come to you. Like, as if, like, you've opened a window on a computer, it's like a lot of these windows open. I guess the question to yourself, a choice that you make to yourself, is now when you actually start to arrange all of these thoughts. Where you go, Is that some information that I want to keep for myself, or is that an information that is a junk information? So then that's when you start learning to delete them, right? Okay, Right? right,
0: almost like deleting them from your inbox that you don't need, and even from your junk. Um, because you, it just yeah, piles up, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. So point.
2: then you'll, when you're going through that like, observation or thinking, like listening to your thoughts, there's going to be thoughts that come up there and you're going to be like, that's not me. That's not how I think, but I've just kind of accustomed to that. Then you need to kind of go in, down the action of, right, I need to remove this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how you do it, right? Yeah. And then one by one. And you'll in go those through. thoughts,
1: you will also discover histories and histories of patterns in there, and then that's where you actually learn and understand the cycles you've been existing in, yeah, that you have been, you have been playing in this chain of cycles that we have been existing in, right?
2: So when you, so when you do that then, so, so say you're, so you're listening to your thoughts now, and say, I, I, I hear a thought there that, you know, right, that, and I know it's junk, then do you just instantly try to remove that, or do you try to go down the rabbit hole of thinking, where did that come from, you know? you dig like that is the
1: beauty of self-discovery
2: right you then you like dig into it right and be like well where did i get that from yeah and then you try to go back and back and back and that's where it kind of started and then that's who was around to influence that or the exposure right yeah yeah and then
1: and then from that point on you kind of you have a choice you choose to either leave that in there or you choose to take it out right yeah right that's
2: powerful yeah because that's for me that's like so new to me like because i'm kind of new to this anyway like i've only recently over the last year and a half been exposed to a few people and then and then listening to you at the beach that day is really powerful for me i I wouldn't stop talking about you to god yeah i kept saying like it was so interesting like
0: i'm kind of glad that you asked um what's that book called (laughs) even though it had no name at that time but you know it was it was just so powerful just having to connect with with your energy and with you
1: i believe in everything happens for a reason yeah you know so i was compelled to ask that question for no reason yeah and it just happened right and here we are
2: yeah very true yeah but it's so powerful because the perception is i'm i'm sure there's like millions of people out there that don't really know maybe they do want to kind of like go down this path, but yeah. then they don't really know how they to do it know, or what yeah. you know what's the best place to start. And I so. think
0: like hopefully this podcast, um, you know, whoever's listening and can gravitate towards and take you know, take your information and your words of wisdom from this, and be able to imply it in their own life. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I
1: mean, yeah, it's, it's all about the self, and again, understanding the self and. I think Mark, you're the perfect example of that, quite frankly. Yeah. yeah. I am excited for your journey though. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: I also want to end this podcast by quoting you, um, saying the trust I trust the writing of my hands in darkness. It is a consciousness in itself. I trust the words and knowledge that is revealed where no light exists. That is very powerful. Um, I truly hope your words will change the world, Valerie. And i like to thank you for coming out, coming onto this platform to share your tremendous talent and words of wisdom with us. Um, this this is truly powerful experience. Thank you for sharing your new, the new
2: consciousness.
1: Thank you for having me. And I guess yeah.
2: your books are going to be available for people to be able to buy on Amazon. at some point on Amazon, I guess? They are, they are
1: available out. at the moment I Okay. On Amazon. Yeah. yeah.
0: Perfect, and then you know, those of you who want to reach out, I'll def- I have a link in your bio with uh, your Instagram handle.
1: Yeah.
0: Perfect. Thank cool. you so much. Yeah.
1: Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah.
0: There you have it, with Valerie and Mark talking about the new consciousness. Also, if you would like to get hold of her books and would like to know her better, I have added a link in her bio and her Instagram handle. Thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs>